Hello everyone, this is Niroshan Madam PTK. You are listening to Agile Wisdom Podcast. Today's topic is Lean. Lean thinking. Lean, it is a buzzword for each and every organization looking for continuous growth, continuous improvement. What does that mean to you? What do you understand by the term lean? Let's find out. Becoming lean is a process of eliminating waste with the goal of creating value. As an organization, your focus is to look into the bottlenecks, look into the wasteful activities that happen day in day out, and then try to eliminate them. Ultimate goal of lean thinking is to eliminate them. However, if it's not totally possible for you to eliminate them in the first instance, maybe your effort should be to reduce them. By reducing or eliminating waste, what you're trying to do is to optimize your value streams. The activities group together to deliver the expected value. When you want to be lean, the first thing starts at your mindset. The first question you have to ask yourself from the colleagues around you in your organization is what is the right mindset? Now, lean enterprise mindset is very different to the traditional mass production mindset. We are all used to work on the the push mechanisms. That essentially means we wait for someone to push us. Lean enterprise mindset is the opposite. It looks for pull. It looks for pull mindset. That essentially means we won't try to produce the products or the services and try to push them to the market. Instead, we are trying to see the demand coming from the customer itself. So this mechanism is called pull mechanism. So if you are lean, you need to ensure that you understand what the customers wants, what So simply, pulling is the most effective way for, for an organization to operate. This essentially ensures that you're not gonna produce excess inventory. You're not gonna have hundreds and thousands of products being produced and kept in your stock. Instead, you look for the exact demand and then just fulfill that. That is the primary way of becoming lean. So the, the second characteristics of lean organizations or lean mindset is you pay a lot of attention on the flow of the value. What is the value stream? What's the flow that it requires for you to be efficient and effective? And you try to refine the flow of the value constantly. Third aspect is being flexible in responding to the customer demand. Now, one of the problems that most of our organizations face is also the same. We are not being flexible enough to adjust to the customer demand, customer changes, the requirement adjustments. So this is a blocker. If you are lean, you need to look at what the current situation, what the 
customer demanding is and then adjust accordingly the other thing is lean mindset focuses on prevention than correction that means you need to look at what is going on and be pro proactive enough to prevent any mistakes any shortcomings any wasteful activity so this will ensure that you take precautions preventive measures in order to ensure that what you do is the absolute must do activities and absolutely critical activities for the organization to succeed the next aspect is lean organizations focus on knowledge driven expertise knowledge driven labor force that that is against the traditional mindset of expert driven so we do not look for experts in a lean organization of course there will be experts however we are trying to spread that expertise among multiple people working towards one given job that way will limit the key dependencies and ensure that everyone who works towards the goals are capable of performing what is required to be successful the next aspect is integration non-lean organizations focus on decomposition they break down the organization into smaller units and try to operate in silos so this has become one of the bigger problems in most of the organizations and therefore lean insists that you need to work on the best possible integration possible among the units of your organization than breaking them down into siloed functional units and giving them separate agendas so in lean organizations you look at all these departments in one value stream and see what are the touch points what are the synergy touch points that you have to emphasize on so remember if you want to become lean get away from the decomposition get away from the siloed structured breakdown get into the the optimal integration look at the touch points that you have to work on in your organization the next characteristics of lean mindset is continuous improvement it's needless to say how important continuous improvement for you to become lean this is one of the key concepts this is one of the key different differentiations compared to the traditional mindset traditional organizations we do not do periodic adjustment periodic evaluations we look for continuous inspection and adaptation through the right level of transparency so remember continuous improvement is one of the key mindsets that you have to have if you want to become lean now on i want to focus my attention on the five lean principles namely there are five principles that you have to adapt in your organization if you want to become lean so let's have a deeper look at each one of them the first one the first one is identify customers and specific value this is a game 
change. Why most of our organizations might not do great, might not do so well, is simply because of this thing is not done. The most organizations fail to understand do you understand who your customers are and what specific value they expect from you remember if you are failing to understand these two aspects you're not gonna be lean forget about lean your organization might, might not succeed in whatever the business domain you are in so it is important for all the organizations to understand their customers and the, the expected value. So once you understand the value, the next step is defining it. Now for me, value means three aspects. Number one, the basic needs expected out of your service. Second thing is the gain creators. Now customers might expect certain benefits certain gains that are not just basic needs but having some of these gains the customers expect to advance their journey with you example if you look at amazon amazon has a lot of game creators being introduced to you now look at what happens when you try to search for one item in, on amazon it suggests you above the items that other customers have bought with the selected item right so the suggestion looks like this those who bought this item also bought these items so personally i love that feature and for me it's again creator it's neither a basic job or a pain point now well the third aspect of the value the definition of value is pain points as a customer I definitely have certain pain points that I want to resolve working on Amazon when I want to purchase something I'm always concerned about these pain points example one thing one pain point would be security if I'm someone who is being a victim, right, who is really worried about the security of the transactions, this is a pain point that Amazon has to tackle. So at the same time, there can be many other pain points that I want Amazon to help me with. So your question is, what are the pain points that we are trying to solve? So ask that question. So again, just to summarize, in terms of defining the value you need to talk about three different levels of value one servicing on the basic needs basic jobs second introducing and providing gain gain creators or help the users to gain certain benefits which are not just basics third aspect is the pain point so you need to come up with pain relievers for the pain points that your customers have so when you have that you just need to tackle one more parameter that is the emotional aspect of the customers example when i go through amazon when i try to buy something i always look for the the best user experience
So the third aspect that you have to tackle is the emotional perspective. So every customer is worried about their emotions. This is implicit. When I go to Amazon try to buy something, the definition of value for me is also about my emotions. If I'm if I'm feeling the greatest experience trying to buy something, right? That that enhances the definition of value. So I feel like, oh, Amazon is a great, great e-commerce website. If I go through negative emotions, I'm not gonna think that way. So remember, identifying your customers, defining the value is the very first step that you have to pay your attention on. It needs to have a structured mechanism to define the value. So my recommendation is mostly around do, uh, using the value proposition canvas and then defining the, the value proposition in a much more structured way. So basically identifying three, three areas. One, basic needs. Most of the time our stakeholders come and pitch for those basic needs. So when there is a basic need, there's no question about it. It got to be delivered. If you don't deliver the basic need, right? And if there are certain gaps in, you know, uh, fulfilling the basic needs, no questions, you've got to do that. Otherwise you are not ready to compete with the, the outer world, other competitors, yeah? So the second thing is pain points. Once you are conf confident that you have done great in fulfilling the basic needs, then go for the next thing. That is pain points. Then you're asking what are the pain points of our customers, our users? Are they worried about something? Are they complaining about something? That is important to solve them because otherwise they are going to compare our product, our service with another one. Got it? So, you know, it's the same experience. Like when you talk, talk to me, right? You expect a particular level of service uh, quality. So when you don't get that and they are, you are being concerned, right? So you are thinking of, okay, this is, this is not working right. So if, if I don't make an effort to understand your pain points, I'm not doing the best job possible. I might just, as a coach, I might just fulfill the basic needs. That's not just enough. That's of course a must, but that's just not enough for me to make you excited above the entire journey. The moment you realize, okay, it's just a basic training, it's basic coaching session, you know, I don't get as much as value I expected you are ready to leave. The moment you see that, okay, uh, this actually addresses some pain points, that's the hook. The organizations have to operate in the same way. Third thing is the gain creators. Gain creators are the ones that I mentioned here. So we need to clear, have a clear understanding about these things. We need to study our customers and stakeholders thoroughly. That is number one. Number one, again, if I just, it is identifying the customers and defining the value specifying the value proposition that we are trying to deliver. The second principle of lean is identify and map the value streams. Any lean method will insist that you have to study the entire organization and map the processes. In lean perspective, we don't call them processes. We call them value streams. One value stream is simply a set of activities bundled together to deliver a specific value. Example, you can say uh, we, we have a delivery value stream, we have sales value stream, we have recruitment value stream, 
we have marketing value stream we have uh, let's say a customer support value stream why we call them value stream is in each segment we try to deliver one specific value or set of value does that make sense in a, in an organization you have two types of uh, value streams one primary value streams second secondary value stream primary value streams are the core example in a software company the core is delivery right one of the core value streams is the delivery value stream if you don't pay attention to the delivery as a core value stream we are missing the the point you might focus on something else than just delivering the, the right value to the customers in addition to that there can be there can be multiple primary value streams right more than one primary value stream example another would be sales so you can argue that without sales how can the organization grow sales is absolute critical so you can also make sales a primary value stream then you are saying hey our two most important value streams are these identifying that itself is a big thing right i don't think we have the mutual understanding and agreement about these value streams saying these are our primary value streams we have to focus on so that that is that the secondary value streams are the supportive ones example support support is important but it's not the major it's not the key value stream for the organization right it just supports us to be better identify the problems that customers face and then solve them it does not mean you have to pay less attention it just means that okay this is important but you know more than that there are other processes important so figuring that out doing a map that's the second step you have to do a value stream map value stream map is a map that show all the value streams and their activities however this is a macro view what do i mean by macro view is using a value stream what we are trying to do is to get a holistic bird view of the organization not a micro view it's a macro view it just shows you high level processes that are involved in a particular organization value stream and then shows you the synergy points touch points and what exactly it does it also uh, allows you to calculate the value added time and non value added time so in a process if you look at the delivery framework from the time we hear about the requirement up to the moment we deliver it how many activities are done how many sub processes are done so we are you are arranging them in the right order then calculating the value added time and non value added time this helps us to figure out the total time it takes for us to deliver a piece of requirement and then go deep and then understand what is the value added time what is the non value added time so you will see that 60 to 70% of time allocated for a given delivery is non value added is mostly waiting yeah it's it's the idling time it's waiting for something you do the requirement pass it to the developer and then wait for one week to be prioritized so two weeks or more more than that so that two weeks waiting time is a waste you are not doing anything in that time our question is can we shorten that can we reduce that waiting time so that we can cut down the entire delivery framework due to that the third step is creating flow by eliminating waste so you have the mapping done value stream map done now you are looking at the value stream map and then introducing introducing changes to the current map we call it create the future state of the value stream map 
we introduce improvements to the current process, current, current value stream map. So we, our primary focus is eliminating waste. We want to eliminate waste. So looking at the, the wasteful activities, uh, streamlining what we do, we introduce changes to the value stream. So we uh, optimizing the UX, UX process, optimizing the requirement gathering process, optimizing the prioritization process. So all these changes can come in. It's up to you to decide what changes you introduce and you have to prioritize those improvements. If your value stream is ill-defined, you will figure that there are a lot of improvements to happen. Now what do you do? Can we tackle all of them once? Probably not. You are not able to do everything together. That is where you have to look at the priority. So if there are five changes that have to happen in the next 12 months, you pick two to three priorities and then try to implement them. Do a re-evaluation of the mapping. See whether the other priorities are relevant. If so, you know, go ahead with the next set of priorities. Query. So that's the third step. The fourth step is responding to customer pull. That is talking to your clients, talking to your end users, talking to your stakeholders, understanding what is happening in their head. Is there any big change that is to be considered by the organization? In this case, right, so when due to the COVID, the, the requirements have changed drastically in any domain. So what we have to do is now understand what exactly the customers are, customers are demanding now. What worked eight months ago will not work now because people are in limited budgets. They are concerned with job security. Yeah, they, they have changed their priorities and people don't travel, right? So all, all, due to all these things, the priorities have definitely changed. Pulling is basically not doing something and then trying to, you know, push it to them. It's basically looking at their interest, what the customers wants, what the stakeholders wants, and trying to facilitate that. That's where the prioritization comes in. Prioritization is key. The step is looking for the perfection. So Lean says, okay, you have to you have to reach perfection gradually. It's a it's an iterative and incremental process. Aim that, right? Through standardization, you are trying to perfect the processes in lean organizations. That means you are cutting down a lot of fat, ensuring that you do absolute must-do activity. You will see uh, if, if you are a customer working into a lean organization, you see that processes are just minimal, but they are structured really well. So you, you, you have 100% clarity what is the next step, what is going on now. I think overall, uh, if we get these five principles adopted uh, in new organizations, you are doing absolutely great. So the, good, the new Scrum Guide uh, has introduced the Lean concept into the Scrum Guide itself. Uh, uh, Lean is being mentioned in the uh, Scrum Theory segment where the founders say uh, Scrum is uh, based on empirism empirical uh, process control that follows uh, three three pillars transparency inspection and adoption also it is based on lean lean thinking focusing on waste elimination so that that that's a great sign because every coaching engagement transformation that i have handled personally got to be involved in lean thinking if you are not lean you are not going to transform any uh, organization it's good that you are really keen on this subject because it's absolute, absolute must implement uh, strategy 
uh, mindset within within any organization particularly when you are when you are trying to be agile so agile and lean goes hand in hand right you can't be really agile if you don't eliminate the wasteful activities then people people will feel like okay it's not going really well yeah.